Hello, oil enthusiasts. Hold on to your diffuser because it's about to get wild and fragrant in here. Today's episode is part 10 of our 11-part mini-series geared towards helping you understand different processes necessary to do emotional work. We all require inner work, so why not learn a proven method that can give you the skills needed for personal healing? If you're interested in learning this method on how to heal yourself mentally and emotionally, this mini-series will be a great tool for you. This episode highlights the action of personalized modalities. Don't forget to stick around to the end for the scoop of the day. Welcome to the Essential Oil Scoop, where we're all about SAS, class, and a whole lot of plant-based fun. I'm your host, Vicki Labrilla, and I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Sarah Sipos. Together, we're going to be your guides to the world of essential oils. And trust us, there's no better team for the job. With my passion for natural wellness and Sarah's encyclopedia-like knowledge of essential oils and our sparkling wit and charm, we'll be diving into the world of essential oils, giving you all the tips, tricks, and the juicy scoop that you need to make the most of those potent plant extracts. Don't forget to share, like, save, subscribe, and follow our podcast so you get notified every time we upload a new episode. So grab your favorite oils and your favorite drink, put on your listening ears, and let's get ready to have some fun with essential oils. Hi, Sarah. What's up? <laughs> hey, Vicki. How are you today? You know what? It is a really good day. We've been chatting for a while. We finally pressed record, so we are all gung-ho for this episode. We are, and I have to tell you, we had great laughs ahead of time, so we're all like super relaxed and ready to roll because some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today could get kind of deep and emotional for people. Yeah, that's true. This is a, this is a hard conversation to have, a much-needed one, but hopefully this episode, this podcast gives you ideas on different modalities that you can turn to for your portion of processing all of your emotions. So Sarah, I want you to take the floor and just share some of your wisdom with us. Oh, so today we're talking about personalized modalities and there's so much. I mean, we were just, we're chatting Vicki and I about, you know, all the different per personalized modalities there are out there. There are so many different types of things. I mean, you've got regular psychotherapy, talk therapy, you've got, you've got, and then you've got like branches off into other parts of other things like massage therapy is actually really good for helping you to have a somatic release of emotion at sometimes um mm -hmm. there are um emotion code that's one of my personal favorites it's what, something that i'm certified in we are both emotion co um essential emotions coaches which is another modality which is a little bit different than um emotion code um even like rocks and crystals and exercise, there's so many different types out there, like so many. I think yeah. the important part when it comes to um, personalized modalities is um, finding what works for you, whether it be music therapy, uh, play therapy, even play therapy is really big, especially for small children that have gone through some trauma. Yeah. Um, there's so many out there. I think what it comes down to, first of all, is finding a good uh, therapist and a good fit for you. What is the modality versus finding a practitioner of that modality that you can work with, feel comfortable with, that gives you 
the best um, results for what you're trying to accomplish. And I think it's really important when we talk about that, that this is about you. Mm -hmm. um, if your friend had a great experience with a practitioner, that's great. Um, but you may have a different experience and that might not work for you. So I think it's really important that you try different types of um, modalities and keep your mind and your heart open to those because everybody has different things that they're specialize in. And, you know, it's kind of like doctors of the world. You may love a certain doctor and then somebody may speak very highly of a doctor and you go to that doctor and you're like, no, thanks. Right. Like there's so many things, but you have to find what's best and what's comfortable for you. Sarah, I agree. Emotional healing techniques come in all forms and the personalized modalities that we're going to dive into we're not going to take too much time diving into all of them to an extent to where you can make a best educated decision. This podcast is to help you understand some of the essential oils that would pair very well with the choice you make. Like Sarah said, just because I choose, you know, music therapy or play therapy doesn't mean that that's going to be Sarah's jam. And it doesn't mean that that's going to be what Sarah finds, um, finds that works best for her. So yes, you have to do you trust your gut, but do yourself a favor and take that next step in giving yourself the opportunity to have this process, to have, have therapy in the right place with the right person and it will do wonders. So Sarah, do you want to share one of the amazing oils that we would invite our listeners to use during this process? Yeah. So I'm going to talk about cilantro first. Okay. Um, cilantro is a fantastic, like, I really like cilantro. I like the smell. I like the flavor. I like it in my salsa and I like it in my guacamole. Like I love cilantro, right? It's so good. Oh my gosh. Delicious. <laughs> you can use it everywhere. But let's, let's talk about the emotional property of the cilantro oil. It's releasing control. And when I said that this could be a little bit heavy of an, of a, of some things that we're going to talk about, I think to some extent, everybody struggles with releasing some type of control in their lives. We all want to control something. I know as a parent, I want to control and make sure my, my children are safe and happy and doing the things that they need to do to be successful. And Sometimes I want to control all their choices, right? Because I want to make sure that they're doing the right things. But as a parent, you also learn you can't control everything. You can't control what they're doing. Right. And um, so with cilantro, it talks about in this in the book, it talks about how those in need of cilantro may attempt to obsessively control other people or manage their environments. Like I think this is really um significant. And this happens a lot in our lives. Um, really quick, I'm going to tell a quick story. I have one of my dearest, best friends was in the foster care system growing up. She had a really rough childhood and she was lucky enough to be put into a really great stable foster home. Okay. And during that time when she was in that foster home, she, everything was like super neat and tidy and organized. And she was extremely organized. She was never messy, never sloppy. And it was all because like looking back now as adults and her and I've had this conversation, it's because that was what she was trying to, that was the only environment she could control. The rest of her life was kind of a mess. Like she was suffering from a lot of trauma 
um, just this girl endured a lot in her childhood and the way she could endure it was to control the small things, controlling her environment, controlling what, how things looked, keeping everything nice and neat and organized, right? Because she couldn't organize or control any other parts of her life. And a lot of times when we are talking about people who have trauma in their childhoods, there is something in their lives that they are trying to micromanage and overly control because that is what they know they can control because their minds um, may be plagued with some traumatic, with some PTSD or some traumatic memories. And so mm -hmm. they want to try to control. And cilantro is amazing because it helps to facilitate emotional cleansing and it encourages releasing of worry and control and helps people to center in into their true selves without, um, without necessarily like deeping, going super deep into people's trauma. Like this is a great oil that helps when you're feeling constricted and clinging, uh, clinging to, or obsessing over material obsessions. Um, I know with this oil that people, when they're trying to control their environment, um, and when they're feeling constricted or clinging to or obsessing over material possessions, they, um, but this oil would be really good for that. I know for me personally, I grew up with parents that are hoarders. And so our house was always a disaster and we always had way too much stuff. And I know like for me, my mom would get really angry when we would touch stuff or move stuff around it. Like she would just get so angry angry about touching her possessions and so you know this this idea of of obsessing over possessions became it was a is a real thing and now as an adult looking back on the way I grew up knowing what traumas I have from that environment it's it just releasing that control is really important to me and helping others to release their baggage has become a mission of mine. And so I know that using this cilantro oil to help us with some of that baggage and some of the things, even just bringing to light to being able to see what we are trying to control in our lives is really important. Even if we're not ready to let go of some of those patterns right now, being aware of them is the first step of any process is, is that awareness piece. And so cilantro is going to help us to have awareness that we need for going through the trauma. I agree. I agree. And, um, cilantro is beautiful and I'm stumbling over my words truthfully, because this is a very, um, stressful topic for me when we bring up anything that has to do with, um, childhood. I had a very traumatic childhood and this isn't the podcast to to discuss that with you yet, but I will, I'm an open book when it comes to that. But as far as, you know, having a childhood that was traumatic, um, Sarah and I share a bond of living in a hoarder's paradise. I don't wish that upon anybody, but you know, when Sarah was mentioning, you know, if we moved anything, there were, there would be repercussions of some kind. And I know for me, I had control, right, over what was in my room. 
I had control over the cleanliness, the neatness, the organization, and that's it, right? So cilantro comes in and now as an adult and as I've gone through different um, therapy practices myself, cilantro liberates the soul from heavy burdens and it enables the individual to live light and live freer. So my friends, this is a phenomenal oil to pair with whatever practice you choose into. And my friends, it's okay if you try something and it doesn't work for you, then you go on to the next. Okay. I want you to know that. I want you to know that just because you try one modality, because you think that might be the one that you enjoy and get results from, and it doesn't work out to be that way, you're still moving in the right direction. It wasn't a waste of time. It wasn't a waste of energy. You're going to move on to something else that will hopefully better, better suit you and the needs that you need to have met in that moment. So yes, releasing control is a huge part of the process. Huge, huge part. And this cilantro oil is phenomenal. So how can we use this? It's an aromatic topical and internal oil. Sarah, what are some ways that you would recommend our listeners use this oil? Um, Topically, I'm always a big topical person. I'm always putting oils on my body. So I would say one to three drops over the over the solar plexus, which is like just below your um, sternum, just below your breastbone. It's right in the center, basically, is your center. And um, also putting that onto your throat. <clears throat> As you can tell, this is what happens with emotions. When we start to talk about things, they get caught in our throat because we don't want to sometimes verbalize them. So if you've noticed throughout this entire podcast, I've been like trying to like clear my throat because Mm -hmm. these are emotions that kind of get stuck and not coming out because honestly, hoarding was a dirty little secret, right? It it is a dirty Mm -hmm. little secret. We don't talk about it. We don't invite mm-hmm. people over. We don't verbalize what our, you know, how messy our houses are. We're not talking about the occasion. We're not talking about a messy home with children or We're not a messy clutter. <laughs> no, we are talking like piles and weaving your way through rooms because there's yep. no place to walk or there's no place to sit down. Um, yep. Think of quarters, the show. I mean, maybe my parents weren't quite to that level of the show. But they were pretty, they were pretty, they're pretty high up. They're very close, very close. Mm -hmm. So for me, as you can tell, that throat is really an important place to put oils, especially when we're talking about some of these traumas, because sometimes when I talk about them, obviously my throat, it gets caught there. Like, don't talk about it. Don't, don't tell people, don't say anything because that was my family's dirty little secret was hoarding. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's really interesting that when we're talking about releasing control, yeah. that, that it's important to like put things on our throat to allow us to verbalize, allow us to release that control of holding on to what was considered secrets. I mean, there might be other things maybe in your family, maybe it wasn't hoarding, but you had other family secrets that you weren't allowed to verbalize or talk about because, you know, it would bring it would bring pain or bring um, your parents wrath, right? Like there are certain things that you weren't allowed to say or talk about. And so I think it's really important yep. that we, 
acknowledge throat space and that we need to discuss and and verbalize some of those things and talk about it this is one of the best things that vicky and i when we discovered we were both children of hoarders it it brought us a bond because we both know how that environment is and we know what it's like and how volatile it can be moving parents possessions which Mm -hmm. that was a very big thing um not you it was a big no-no you just don't touch anything that's not technically yours so correct it's correct and you know I'm so grateful again you guys we are we are only human we are just like you but relying on the tools that mother nature gave us in this essential oil form has been a huge huge shift in the right direction for our wellness and that's part of this podcast is for us to educate you on the tools that are there that are ready for you when you are willing to accept the support. So we have another beautiful oil to share with you. And I say beautiful and there's a smile on my face and Sarah's the same. It is a precious oil and it's called Ylang Ylang. Y-L-A-N-G, Y-L-A-N-G. And it's the essential oil of the inner child. You guys, I don't know about you, but I feel like the whole world needs a dose of Ylang Ylang, right? So Ylang Ylang is a powerful remedy for the heart and, you know, modern day society honors and uh, reveres the mind over the heart. Yet the heart is with its intuitive ways of receiving information. It is an essential part of your soul. So Ylang Ylang reconnects individuals with the inner child and the pure, simple ways of the heart. Okay. Cilantro came in and allowed space for it. But now you get the joy and the comfort that you too once had when you were a child that when we grow up tends to fade, tends to fade away. You know, when you are so stressed with, with doing life, okay, which I'm learning how to experience life rather than do life, because those are two separate things. When you are feeling disconnected and you need that extra invite to open up and be joyous. Ylang Ylang is going to come in and tell you, I got you. You do have what you need. You do have control and power over what your future holds and what you can voice and express in a safe environment, whichever modality you choose. Y'all, you have it. And Ylang Ylang is going to come in and be like, yes, you do. Sarah, you want to add some information? I mean, I could talk forever about it, but I want you to share some of your light with our um, listeners. It, it, I just love that it is, it helps with emotional healing. And and just like I said, like that, mm-hmm. where we talked about cilantro is allowing it to come out, right? This is going to help heal that heart space after you've been releasing those things after you've been releasing some of that trauma after you've been releasing this is going to help with that heart space that's where you're supposed to apply it you're supposed to apply it over the heart do you see how like these oils just work so well with our body of where we're supposed to place it placement is really important to me when we're using oils um topically on the body especially for emotional healing and this goes over that heart and allows for that that emotional healing to naturally flow 
and nurture us all through those through the whole process. And so the reason why Vicki was saying how much we're smiling is because we just talked, like for us, we, we kind of hashed out our, our podcast ahead of time. And, you know, it's, it's for us, it's a heavy subject for us. It's a mm-hmm. really heavy subject to talk about, but I love that we have a Langling. I love that we have our other beautiful oils that can support us when we are talking about these heavier topics. That is something that brings up some, some, trauma and some residual feelings and emotions of, I mean, anger, sadness, sorrow, despair, like there's a lot that unpacks when we're talking about trauma. And I love that Alangaling supports the inner child because a lot of our, our traumas come from our childhood. We um, had a great, I mean, my parents were amazing. Like I didn't, I don't really have a lot of, of trauma except for the, um, what we call the chaos of can't have anyone over syndrome. <laughs> and that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> so that is like other than that, I had a really good family life and, and all the things and, and had good experiences and stuff. But it it is there are certain traumas of orders that is still traumatic for me. I have a really hard time going into super messy environments. Um bargain stores that tend to be really messy. I can't, I have a hard time going into, like there are still things um, that bug me and I have a hard time with. And I even have, know that I have hoarding tendencies of not letting things, certain things go that have sentimental value or I have my mom's voice in my head going, don't throw that out. You might need that someday, right? Oh my so, gosh, that's so true. And it's like, okay, intrusive thought. That's a lie. <laughs> Let me retrain my brain. <laughs> or, or how about, how about the one of you can use that for something else? Oh, my whole four letter word. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. This is the fifth time we've used the cool whip container for leftovers. I think the cool whip container's dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Please put a comment below. Let us know we're not alone. Like I, I know yeah. we're not alone, but share yeah. some, share some of your stories. Let's keep this please, going. Please. I, and we could do a whole podcast just on some of the phraseology that comes through our heads that we've heard when <laughs> we are trying to throw something away. Or, I mean, I could tell you lots of stories about cleaning out my mom's house. An envelope oh. that says two, it was pieces of string in the envelope. And it said too small to do anything with. What in the ever living heck are you holding on to this envelope with too small oh. to do anything with? Oh yeah. Napkins, salt and pepper, little, little. Yeah. Oh man. You know what? For our listeners currently that may not have um, control over their entire home environment, let me invite you to have lemongrass. I know we've kind of like switched gears, but real fast, mic drop with lemongrass, diffuse it in your house because that oil puts a pep in the step and helps to declutter mentally and physically. Sarah and I will do another podcast. If you want someone comment below, if you wanted to do a podcast about oils that you can use in your home specifically for hoarders, let us know. And if we get a comment, we will do it. Yeah, we will. Uh, lemongrass was a hard one for me to like. Now I do like it, but at first it was, it was a, it was a struggle. And that's another lesson in and of itself. Mm-hmm. If you ever struggle with an oil that you're like, I can't stand the smell of it. 
there's probably an emotion that you're not ready to deal with or some emotional trauma that you're not ready to deal with. And that's okay. Use a yes. different oil if, if you're trying to use it for emotional purposes. It's not the right time. Yep. Yeah. If you're yeah. using it for physical purposes, use it and, and just know it's medicinal, you know, just keep mm-hmm. going using it for a medicinal. If you absolutely can't stand the smell, put it on the bottoms of your feet. Like. Correct. Use these oils. Correct. Yeah, it's great. So my friends, Sarah and I invite you to choose a modality. What works for me may not work for you, but there is going to be some form out there that's available. Like we said, music therapy, play therapy, talk therapy. Y'all, Sarah and I love talk therapy. We became essential emotions coaches for a reason because we know that there's a way out of the darkness. Connect with one of us. That's the modality you want to try. We're happy to serve you in any way possible, but find it. Grab that essential oil or oils to pair with your modality of choice and light that fire. Move in the right direction. You got this. And I'm going to throw this out there. I didn't talk to Vicki about this ahead of time, but it just came to me and I'm going to go with it. If you are like, hey, I'm super brave and I would love to do an essential emotions coaching session with Vicki and Sarah live or not necessarily live, but recorded for a future podcast, please, 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 please let us know. We'll drop our email in the notes section. And if you're brave enough, we would love to have you on. Oh my gosh. For free. What a huge gift. This would be fantastic. I am so glad you got that download from above because that would be a great blessing for one of our listeners for sure. A duo session, a trio session. Oh, heck yeah. You guys are awesome. Take us up on this offer. I promise you won't regret it. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Essential Oil Scoop. We hope you have found this discussion informative and helpful. If you have any questions or topics that you would like us to cover in future episodes, please leave us a comment or reach out to us on social media. Don't forget to like, share, save, subscribe, and follow our podcast so that you get notified every time we upload a new episode. Until next time, stay healthy, keep using your essential oils to enhance your wellness journey, and we will talk to you really soon. Have a great day. Goodbye. Be well, my friends. Bye.